Hey everybody, it's afternoon and snack time where we give you a short, tasty tidbit to snack on. And this week we're talking about the movie Antique, or Antique Bakery as it's sometimes called. So Antique Bakery was based off of a serialized Japanese manga series that was written and illustrated by Fumi Yoshinaga. And the translation is loosely Western Antique Bakery, actually. And it ran from 1999 to 2001. And it's a slice of life of four men who work in a patisserie. So it's been adapted lots of different times. We're going to be talking about the 2008 South Korean live action film. Although this year, it's also coming out in a Thailand television series called Baker Boys. Good to know. Yeah, I've watched a few Thai dramas. The production value continues to be like it continues to escalate like they're doing a really great job. So I'm actually I might look into that and watch it. Yeah, I kind of felt like I don't think going into this, like, so full disclosure, I came to this not through manga at all, or like any of the anime versions. I came to this 100% from Kim (laughs) Jae-wook. I approve of of this decision. Yeah, (laughs) we're just going to be honest here. It was Kim Jae-wook. Yeah, so I was into Kim Jae-wook in Coffee Prince a lot, and I really liked his like whole aesthetic in Coffee Prince. So in trolling around on the internet, I saw Antique and was like you know what he's like giving me some of those coffee prints like long hair bespeckled and like the thick black glasses vibes let's do it so that's how we arrived today at our snack so maybe just right out of the gate what are some like general vibes you have about the movie that you'd like to share just in like a short little nugget short little nugget so this was definitely I didn't know what to expect from this I I thought I was going to get a story about uh male male romance which there was kind of a little bit there, but I was not expecting a cake-feeding-kidnapping-murderer plot (laughs) going on as sort of the B story. So that was a surprise to me, but also really interesting because it did keep me hooked trying to figure out what was going on. And I still had some questions at the end. I had to text Leah this morning after I was done watching and be like, wait, did this just happen? (laughs) But for the most part, I, I enjoyed the film. It wasn't what I expected. I liked it. And I loved Kim Jae-wook. 10 out of 10 for Kim Jae-wook in this. So I didn't have any expectations, as in none. I watched it because you guys were like, let's watch Kim Jae-wook. And I'm like, I'm down because he looks really awesome. But I don't know. I had like mixed thoughts about this. I really, really loved the whole idea of this guy who hates cake opening up a bakery to find the guy who fed him cake when he kidnapped him, you know, like 20 years ago. And I thought that was really a cool premise. I didn't necessarily like love the execution just because it verged on silly for me at times. And like normally I actually like really love silly, but I think it just didn't it this just didn't always work for me. There were times where I felt like I was watching like a Willy Wonka musical or maybe like Grease, you know, the like beauty school dropout. Like I really felt I was watching beauty school dropout like musical number. And there were just some scenes that just felt I almost felt like like if they were like filling time when I really just wanted to focus on like, who's the cake eating murderer. And I also would have wanted I wanted like 100% more supporting cast. Like the ex-boxer who was like yes. going to go blind. And I mean, what? I love that. And then the, the other guy with uh, sunglasses who kept calling the main lead master. I mean, I just adored him and his like little innocent act. And yeah, I would have, I almost wanted more than them. I just, I didn't, I also didn't really love the male lead. Like in sort of any way. Kim Jae-wook was just amazing. I could have watched him play that role for like five hours. 
Yeah, I think Kim J. Wook did a really outstanding job. And then I did decide that you are in, which was, was the retired boxer, even though he looks like 12. He's like, right? Okay, I'm done with my career in middle school and it's time for a life change. <laughs> I mean, I think he's like in his very early 20s. But anyway, he is also in Chicago Typewriter, which we keep getting told to watch. So that got me more excited to see him because I thought he was amazing. So I came to this knowing very, very little. I definitely knew it was about cake and cute boys. I did not know that there was going to be a crime aspect to this story (laughs) at all. And I did appreciate how it unveiled itself into like that. And, you know, at the beginning, we're told that, you know, the like rich dude bro boy who is um jin hyuk who's played by ju ji han who's also in kingdom right now you know he's going to open up the cake shop telling anybody who cares to listen that it's all so he can meet women which you know i mean like yeah there was a lot of things in it that like i'm like look none of this is stuff i really like like you know i have a problem obviously hearing like a lot of the homophobic language some of the premises felt like just a little bit too dude bro but then like at the same time i knew the show wasn't trying to depict any of that as good so i think that's where i could like reconcile some of that so i mean in the end i felt like it was quite fluffy for being like a book about like ptsd and like trauma and that's okay i can live with that so i do want to just share really quickly i found a cool little thing online that was from the director min Kei dung who had like a little statement about why he chose to do antique So he said, I'm a huge fan of the original comic book, so much so that I actually put a copy of it in the main character's bag in my previous film, All for Love. What struck me was the fresh idea of an all-male cast with a story about cake, a subject which is usually reserved for women. The way the food mediated the course of events was also fascinating. But above all, I was captivated by these almost living, breathing characters and the reality of their emotion that comes through on the page, despite the comical context and medium. It was a story I had wanted to transfer to the screen for quite some time. I like that. I will say, just kind of going off of what you were saying, Megan, about how it you know, kind of got a little bit silly at times. I bought into that, I guess. It didn't bother me. It gave me vibes of kind of like Amelie or Moulin Rouge, where it was over the top, meaning to be over the top. It was, I agree, weird to have that over the topness with a kidnapping and murder side plot going on. So that was a little strange for sure. But I still, I, I was able to kind of get behind it. And it may also be because I love anytime there's musical numbers in movies. And that could be a whole other podcast because... I know that we don't all feel the same way about people breaking into song and stuff and shows. And <laughs> I actually don't mind musicals. Megan, oh where you, I don't like when like my main hero just bursts into like a croon to the heroine. That's a no for me. But Megan, I'm curious. How do you fall out on song bites, like breaking into song in your shows? Oh, I mean, I love musicals. I don't necessarily, I'm the, I'm actually like you. I don't really love my hero and heroine just to like break out in song, but I, I love musicals, but this felt like out of place. I said, like, it's weird to have it with like a murder subplot. Yeah. Yeah. This is honestly what I kept thinking when I was watching it, or this is how I felt when I got to the end that I actually would have preferred to see this as like a series, even a mini series. Yep. I really felt like there was a lot of relationships that could have been explored more. Like, uh, the whole plot with Kim J. Wook's character possibly leaving and go- and going to like, yeah, a new bakery in Paris. I actually kind of like that, but 
it felt like it was sort of squeezed into like the main suspense plot and i guess i would have liked i think it would have been better to develop his relationship and i I don't mean like a like a romantic relationship i mean even like a friendship i would have liked to see like his friendship with the main lead develop a little bit more so the revelation of the whole cake thing the whole reason that the main lead didn't like cake is because his kidnapper when he was i don't know eight or something he was four. four Okay, that was a four-year-old. Apparently, a giant (laughs) four-year-old. I would agree, but it did say it did say he was a four-year-old actor since South Korea. (laughs) Anyway, so I felt like that revelation almost came too late. Okay, so like they have that whole montage where he's dressed up as Santa, which I mean, he looks straight out of like the bad Santa movie, first of all. But he's dressed up as Santa and he's delivering cakes and. Later, it's you, you kind of more understand, oh, he's delivering cakes because he wants to see if he recognizes anyone. Well, I kind of wish that there was like a suspense element there. Instead, they made this whole like silly montage with him delivering presents as the Santa. And it I just didn't I don't know that. And, and that's fine. It, again, it, the choices were fine. It's just that it didn't fully work for me. And maybe that's because I wanted the movie to be something that it wasn't. So maybe that was more of like a personal thing. I just I really actually loved the cake eating or kidnapper and i i guess i would have liked that suspense element to have been developed better instead we learn at the end and then it feels sort of like rushed can we speaking of the cake cake feeding kidnapper can we talk for a second about how i did not know that that was kim chang wan for a while because (laughs) I i can't believe you did not Oh, okay. So first of all, let's also say, like like our favorite Ajuma in Healer, Kim Mi-kyung, now we've got Kim Chang-wan, who is in everything that I see. Every single um, thing. And I, lo- and I love him, and I love him. But I mean, this was 2008, and he looked older than he did in Coffee Prince, which was the year before. <laughs> he looked older than he did in My Love from the Star, which is like six years later so i did not he looked older than he did in it's okay to not be okay which is now like just yes <laughs> yes and then the teeth how do they do the teeth like you have like two teeth from all that cake <laughs> i mean just... it's the magic of cinema he played an old crazy dude you know i can get with that but i just love that you didn't notice because as soon as we saw him i'm like he's in it did you and catch the villain? The villain from Holo was in it too, as just kind of like a random like cop guy. No, I missed that. And you told me, and I totally missed that. But you know who I did notice is the detective who never found out who kidnapped him was Gong Yu's dad in Coffee Prince. Anyway, yeah, lots of lots of folks in here. I'm curious, like, what would you describe? Because I think like what we're saying is like we're all picking up on the fact that like there were some unexpected choices in this. For me, I definitely felt like it was one movie and then like halfway through we were in like a different movie. Yes. But what kind of genre would you, like how, what genre would you classify this as? <laughs> See, and that's, I would say that's what I agree with. I agree with Megan that it should be, it should have been a drama because you can fit all of these different genres in a drama. Whereas in a movie, it felt a little bit jumbled. Like I agree, like I liked the song and dance stuff if we were just going to set this in the bakery and have it be all about the bakery, but to have all the song and dance, like, you know, the weird sort of interludes and then have there be a murder subplot going on was definitely off-putting. So I don't like, I don't know what you would call this because there's very little romance. And that's, I did want more of that. Like I wanted Jin Hyuk and Sun Woo. I wanted to see romance with them, but we didn't. So I don't know. I don't know what I would call it. 
like a I really don't. thriller comedy i don't know either i that's why i was like but i got to the end and i'm just like i don't know again i didn't like i didn't hate it or anything i just honestly was like i could have used way more but yeah there was like the whole like bakery montage with like a dozen singing women <laughs> See, out okay. of nowhere so i could have lived with that and I mean, like, I, I can hang with it still. But I think I that, like, <laughs> I 100% agree that, like, it needed to be a drama. Because, mm-hmm. and I was like, is this me? Like, that's why I'm interested in hearing both of your takes on this, too. Because I'm like, is this just me now? The fact that, like, all movies fall somewhat short. from Like, I've been watching movies now and again. And I'm just having a hard time often with movies. Because I... A lot of times now I'm like, ah, oh, I'm like into this like multi-episode where we deep dive into all these things. So a lot of times movies can feel short. Like I watched Inception and I was like, I feel like I could have had a lot more. Like I finally saw Inception for the first time ever. Oh my <laughs> God. Was like, you know, Inception I felt like Inception so and every, yeah, it was so good and I got it and I was like, look, it's good in a movie, but like it would have been better and like a drama. <laughs> like it would have been better <laughs> right. if we could have like gone down that rabbit hole. And in this, absolutely. And I feel like I could have even had like that light, fluffy, like silly musical montage with the killer except for the fact that like this it was so condensed that you'd have like the big happy number and then they're like oh and we found the child's body like in a <laughs> garbage bag like two seconds later like i need a little bit more like right the transitions were really abrupt sometimes yeah whiplash. i felt like i got whiplash a couple times where i was like what and i just want to say one thing is that i'm completely turned off from cake like this drama did not make me hungry for cake. It was it grossed me out because expect like I love the Xboxers, so don't get me wrong. But every time he would eat, he would just grab like a fistful of cake and shove it in his pie hole. And I just I can't deal with that. Like no one used utensils in this freaking show or freaking movie. Like use a fork, like a civilized human being, not your whole palm. And that's. I love that's why, because you had said going in, I want to talk about why this show didn't make me want cake. Yeah, that's I was like, why. oh, because they fed it to children and murdered them. But no, because no. they used their no. no, not the kid. The kid part didn't turn me off. It was, I know, not them finding a cherry <laughs> in a Like That's not what turned me off from cake. It was watching them eat it like animals that turned me I, off. I think cake. I eat cake like an animal. And so <laughs> I can get with that. Like, I don't really love cake, but I if I eat cake, I prefer a hand in your palm. Really? (laughs) I've never done that. It didn't bother me, but I will say I've never freaking done that, nor would I. (laughs) Are you like a child with their smash cake? Like, (laughs) maybe I need to. Remind me of smash cake. No, I think, like, (laughs) yeah, I guess in the past I've mounted cake like that. But it's so, not like my go-to. I just honestly, I would not want to eat cake in general. But it's Leah like mow down. But, it, but, if, but if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna go down that road, it's gonna be in the palm of your hand. Like okay, we get cake occasionally. I like carrot cake. This is more than you need oh, to know. So about do me. I. But That's carrot cake. If yes, I'm gonna is. have cake, carrot cake is like the only like chocolate cake actually grosses me out. But carrot cake, I really like. So every once in a while, we get cake from a local bakery called The Buttery. It's very rare, like once a year, twice a year for like a birthday or something. And I find that if I we get it and it's like a box with the cake in it, yeah, I'll like <laughs> knife off a, cut off a slice and like 
walk around with my coffee eating my cake with my hands. Like, I'm not going to get a plate no. with like my fork and take like the tiny little like lick bites. Isn't it like, like crumbling all over the floor? Yeah. This is why my husband also hates living with me. So just like, <laughs> you know, and he's like, that's why when I'm told I am like living with a frat boy, that's probably why. Because I just walk by with my cake eating it like a 20 year old wrestler or ex-boxer. So I was going to say, so speaking of, speaking of cake, and this is something I also had to like text Leah when I finished the movie this morning and ask her, I'm like, so wait, he was kidnapped by a guy who fed him cake, but at the end he's beating up another kidnapper who feeds kids cake and murders them. And she's like, you are correct. (laughs) I was like, who did he, so who did he beat up at the end? That's another, that's a, that's a current kidnapper murderer. That's who they're trying to find right now. The guy who kidnapped him was not trying to kill him, but only trying to replace his dead son. Yeah. So his trauma is not the same as the two and almost three dead <laughs> dead kids. That was whoever the little like nightmarish man was who was like, I just wanted to play with them and make them eat the cake and kill them. And then he strangles him. Like, you so know, he has to eat cake too, right? Because yes. Like, yes. So it's two, so two, two cake. Yes. Yeah. There were two numbers. completely separate. Right. In cake South Korea <laughs> at this time, there's two. What are the odds? Cake what eating murder. What are the odds? Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I mean, go for it, I guess. And that's another thing, too. I was like, did I miss something? Like, the guy just kidnapped him and made him eat cake for, like, two months, right? Like, that's... that's- he just was try- He just wanted his son. Like, because he has a dead okay. son. But so here's that- a question that they didn't really answer that I do feel like I need some closure with. We had... What's the actor's name again? Who's in everything? Kim Chang Wan. Okay, so we have Kim Chae Wong with his, like, two snaggle teeth basically talking to, like, pretending his son is with him. We have a scene where he's, like, rabbiting on to his dead son. And his wife is basically like, look, I've hit the end of my rope with you talking to the dead son. Like, I'm outie. Later, when we find out that he was the kidnapper of, you know, the main character 20 years ago or whatever that was, where was the wife in that? Like, she went to her brother's. She said, I'm leaving. I'm going to my brother's. No, but before. Before, when he came oh, when, up to oh, her. Yeah, when he came, oh, that's a good, yeah, good question. 20 years yeah, ago, no. where was she? She was just like, oh, I guess there's another kid here. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I had a big question. Like your husband. Was he in not, a secret oh. room? Right. Or was it like, is, yeah, where was he? I had a lot of questions. Yeah. So they're like. I didn't even think of that. Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't hold really, but it would have been better if it was like, I mean, it could have been 12 episodes, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a lot. And I could have you. And again, Kim Jae-wook was Dynamite. amazing. <laughs> and they called him a, the, a gay with demonic charm. And he was even like through the screen was just extremely charming and beautiful. Yeah, I did really appreciate and I wanted more of when the bodyguard just finally was like, I can't, I'm all in like, I got to get with you that night where he like they go to the gay bar and he like pulls down his like glasses and he's Mm -hmm. like your eyes are caramel and you just see like the bodyguard's heart be like yeah but then i loved i loved that he wouldn't like when the bodyguard was almost gonna kiss kim jay wook when he thought he was passed out drunk then he's like no 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 i can't take advantage of you yeah and then then kim jay wook was like faking it and he sits up he's like no no no, you could take advantage yeah yeah yeah. no this is like the whole deal this is why you're here but yeah i kind of felt like yeah, then we like never deal with that like sexual tension again. So I felt like, yeah, there was a lot of will they or won't they? And I'm assuming that the manga doesn't like, you know, actualize like the main relationship of like, you know, the pastry chef and like the bakery store owner. But obviously, I think they left it open enough in the movie that you could kind of like insert whatever you wanted to in it. 
me being I mean, I like that they had a cool friendship at the end. But yeah. the French guy, I was like, get rid of him. Yeah, Why are we still leaving that open? My French guy was a dick well, bag. We all knew the French guy was a dick bag. And then we're like, yeah. let's send the young boxer off to like go study with him. Right? Yay! A big party to go off with like, like abusive gross guy. Yeah, protect my young boxer. He was so <laughs> sweet. Okay, speaking of young boxer, because I'm looking him up right now. So it's you are in. You are in is 34 years old now. <laughs> 34 years old now, which means he was 22, right? In what was that, 2008? Am I doing the math right? And he was already retired because he was having a, his retina was detaching, which is understandable. But he was a little baby man. Like, how long was he boxing for that he's already retiring when he is a little baby man? Yeah, he looked like he was like 14, honestly. I yeah. figured, oh like, I, my gosh. I just realized he's the main character in Alive. Hashtag Alive. Yes, he's alive. Yes, he's, yeah. yes, he's alive. Oh my gosh. No wonder. The whole time I was watching Antique, I was like, why does he look familiar? Why does he look familiar? But in Alive, he, he's clearly old. Older, and he's not as thin because he was like what 22 then and he has his head shaved and the what's left of it is is uh bleached so you know he doesn't look oh my god he was so good and alive like really he was fantastic yeah i think ah! awesome i want to watch it and i'm so glad that i made that connection just now i just looked him up and I, yeah, we, and we have to at some point get to Chicago typewriter because I feel like we like weekly somebody contacts us like that's the most underrated, like amazing drama ever. So agreed. I, we, right. we do, we hear about it all the time. But yeah, it's here funny. he is in Antique and then he was in, you guys would, well, no, it's zombies. So Leah wouldn't, but I might uh, watch live to see him. I liked him. I really liked him. So I would watch for him. Just, it, it isn't, it feels like a different type of zombie movie. I will tell you that. It didn't, it, it, I don't know. I it actually was almost like slow for me as a zombie movie, which means I might like you, it. You might like it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to go off. I just didn't realize it was oh, no. the same guy, and I'm and I'm just like all happy because I really really liked him in Alive, and I was like, I wonder what else this guy is in. This can't be his first role because I really thought he pl- acted by himself most of the movie. So I mean, that's really difficult. I he had to have been experienced. So so I guess yeah. Parting like takeaway. Do you think that folks should check out Antique Bakery? I mean, I'm glad I watched it. It's definitely something that I wouldn't have chosen had I not known who Kim Jae-wook was because I wouldn't have known about this because, like you said, like we kind of looked and like, what else is he in? I enjoyed it. It was definitely very strange. I liked the story, but agree with both of you that I would have liked to have gone deeper into the story and been able to develop all of these relationships more. So if you're looking for something really unique that doesn't maybe get into enough depth, but still has a story that I think kept me riveted for the, you know, almost two hours of the movie, then I would say go for it. Yeah, it was an hour and a half. So we're not even talking like a full two hour movie. And I would say visually, it was really unique. So I did appreciate that. Kim Jae-wook is beautiful. I thought the side characters all did have interesting backstories and stories. And again, I did think the premise was kind of cool. So I think it's a cool watch. I just, yeah, again, I kind of wish it was longer. And but I'm glad I watched it. I don't like regret it or anything. Didn't it didn't offend me. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you've seen Coffee Prince and you love like the young Kim Jae-wook vibe, yes. And then I think if you're getting into him from like her private life, which we're going to be deep diving in a couple of weeks, I think it's fun to see that too, because again, he's play- he plays very different characters in each of these too. So I think that's also like, it makes mm-hmm. me want to watch more because in Coffee Prince, he's like a little more emo, I would say. Oh, a lot more. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like this like ethereal kind of like very 
sweet, open character in Antique Bakery. And then kind of like the king of aloofness in her private life. Like, but not emo like he was in Coffee no. Brands. No, not at all. Yeah. Good. It was a good watch. Good choice, Leah. Thanks for picking yeah. it up. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. And it's on Vicky. It's a short commitment. So... So what we have next, actually, is we start a new build-your-own K-drama game, okay? So last week, well, two weeks, two snacks ago, Amy and Leah gave me some basics of a of a k-drama and i had to write a blurb which we which we talked about last snack and we posted on instagram and i just have to tell all the listeners that if you read it on instagram we had a bunch of comments and i just want to say it really made me feel good and i want to say thank you for commenting on it because it was really a lot of fun so this week amy and i are giving the facts of the blurb to leah and i think she's gonna have a lot of fun too so but anyway so i just want to say if you have been following along thank you so much because we think this is fun so we hope you do too Okay, so I'm going to start. So first of all, I have the hero. So my hero is going to be a psychic with amnesia. (laughs) (laughs) The setting is, because it's Leah, is Josie and Dynasty, but it can be time travel. Okay. My trope is marriage of convenience. And my random fact is that the hero has nightmares that tell the future. Predict the future. Whatever. This is awesome. All right. So the heroine is going to be a gumiho, a nine-tailed fox. Ooh. Trope is forced proximity. The antagonist, and you can choose gender here if this person even has a gender, but the antagonist is a goblin. And the random is that the heroine sleeps outside. What? <laughs> <laughs> because she's a fox. So the heroine <laughs> sleeps outside. <laughs> Like in like a little like doghouse? You, you can decide how she does it. You can decide how she does it, but okay. she does not sleep indoors. Gotcha. All right. This is awesome. I am really excited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think that sounds so fun. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yay. And I'm excited for the historical elements. So thank you for the nod, Megan. I just felt like I had to give that to you. <sighs> yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So, <laughs> so give, them some, give them some parrot some t- total full bird hats okay <laughs> he's known for having half a macaw on his head so we will not be coming back next sunday to record because it's easter and so we will be sharing the snack the week after that so it's actually yeah. a two-week buffer sounds like a plan no problem All right. what's everyone watching just out of curiosity before we say goodbye I am all done with my love from the stars. So I have to start a new one. And I think I'm going to start Suspicious Partner. So I'm excited for that. So I finished Fight for My Way, which I totally adored the romance. The chemistry between the two leads was just wonderful. It was just a really well done friends to lovers. I decided to take a short detour. And I'm actually watching this like super low angst, really short J drama right now called in-house marriage honey and next i'm going to start king the eternal monarch yay i'm so excited you guys don't understand megan has not seen anything with lee minho yet so i can't believe you haven't seen anything i know how did i so excited for this and i do want to say like i didn't say much about my love from the star because we're going to deep dive it but i will just say that i absolutely loved it so i'm so excited for when we do our deep dive good i'm excited too because i still have to watch it Yeah, I'm almost done with it. And the heroine, I just love the heroine so much. And then I feel like Kim Soo-yeon, he actually gives me Na-in-woo vibes. That's like, he's got like that like baby man 
Yeah, so I feel like Kim Soo Young, the re- reason I say I get the not in Woo vibes is because he's got like, he's very young in this. This came out in like 2013. So he is like early 20s. But I feel like he's playing this character who is like a, like an alien who's like been on Earth for 400 years and then has lived a long life, obviously, before that. And he just has so much depth for looking like this little baby man. Like, he starts off fairly stiff, but I feel like as the show keeps going, like, they give him lots to work with. And I feel like he just has, like, layer. Like, as you keep going, it's, like, layers upon layers. And so the heroine's super fun and, like, a hot mess and really charming. But he plays it really quiet, and it really does work. So, yeah, we'll talk about the deep dive to that. But, Megan, I'm excited for you to watch it. It feels like watching just like a really classic K drama. Like I feel yes. like everything, like the, even the like the original soundtrack, like the whole thing just feels like this classic K drama vibe. And I do want to say because we haven't said her name yet, Jun Ji Hyun is the heroine, and I freaking love her. I fell in love with her in Legend of the Blue Sea, and it was fun to see her play a human. <laughs> And see her to, I mean, because she was great as a mermaid, but to see her play a human and get to deal with, there's a lot more emotional depth that she gets to work with here because she is a human who has her own emotional boo-boos and stuff like that. And she is one of, I'd say, my favorite actresses right now. She can be absolutely hilarious and also make me cry my eyes out. So yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this one. And I think this one last thing that I want to say about it, and I regret i know i should save it but i just wanted to say it is because it's written by the same writer who did crash landing like i feel like her character has like real seri vibe yes. to it of like kind of like an old like slightly older like she's the nuna but like this very like i feel like that there's a lot of like crossovers between those two characters so megan i'm excited for you to see if you think that too yeah i'm excited I, well i mean I, I was excited from the beginning because it's alien so i'm excited but yeah I, I gotta start king so i'm ready for that deep dive and i'm also yeah i'm breaking my lee minho seal oh i can't wait my virginity of lee just minho. know that if you don't love him i will be shattered so. okay okay <laughs> i'm sure i will i'm sure i mean On that note yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like him but not to where amy is at I mean, it's okay. Well, this is the thing. When I first started watching the dramas, I went, I basically went on a Lee Dong Wook like binge. So that, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it depends what you start watching or whatever. Well, Do you know what I'm saying? It depends on who hits you, too, right? Like, he, like, I saw, we watched Boys Over Flowers. Well, no, it was King first, was the first thing I saw mm-hmm. with him. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't watched him in anything before. What else is he in? And go and watch three in a row with him so i mean yeah. i did the same with ji tang because i was like healer oh my god i love yeah. it so much and then yeah suspicious partner was very cool too so yeah i'm excited all right well that is it for today then thanks for listening everyone thank you for listening to afternoon delight make sure to subscribe for more great k-romance conversation and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Afternoon of Delight Podcast for more information on our podcast, behind-the-scenes photos, and, of course, pics of our favorite opas and unis. Annyeong! Annyeong!